the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here, actually in the bunker back in the hill country, back in the mother country. Nice, chilly morning. I'm telling you, I couldn't be happier to be back in uh, Texas. And um, got a lot of good programming for you coming up today. Um, I have seen the future. I have seen the future, folks. I have seen the future of uh, this country in Hawaii, and it is scary. It is very scary, and uh, we're going to talk about that probably for the next day or two. And by the way, there is a couple that, uh, uh, a husband and wife, a couple, I'm assuming husband and wife, that just moved here from Hawaii recently, and uh, they've been actually uh, making appearances at a number of different uh, grassroots groups uh, in uh, the Hill Country. I have not had the pleasure of meeting them yet. Um, I did put some uh, feelers out uh, in the last, uh, since I got back, to uh, try to get in touch with them and uh, ask them to at least listen today. Um, so if my uh, Hawaiian friends who just uh, had to transport, had to move themselves to Texas, um, if you guys could uh, get in touch with me through the radio station or if you know some folks that know me, uh, get you know get my phone number. I really want to talk to you guys. Would love to have you on the air. We can't do it today, but I'd love to get you in the studio sometime, and I'm really looking forward uh, to meeting you. So uh, welcome to Texas, uh, to the uh, Hawaiian couple. And uh, by the way, I don't blame them. Um, I'm not sure why they people are not uh, evacuating those islands as quick as possible. It's a tsunami of... Uh, liberties being swept out to the ocean and um it's bad so we're going to talk about that and i should probably see i need to turn my phone off there's my mom texting me with hearts this morning um so here we are we got a lot of things on your calendar um but again i guess i want to remind you of why i come in here every day i want I'm, i want you to be involved in the process and uh, the question already always is: is what what you know? What can we do, Mr. Long? What what is it we can do specifically? And that's what I try to do in here. So right now, I can tell you this is easy peasy. What can you do right now to help save Texas? Um, and I'm going to say Texas because I'm not sure if saving the country is even possible at this point in time. But saving Texas definitely is, and it's in our hands. And uh, what can you do? You can go to work for a candidate in the primaries. You've got no excuse. Listen, every one of these candidates that's out there running in the primaries has has tens, twenty, thirty tiny, small jobs that you can do. It doesn't have to be all the scary ones. It doesn't have to be block walking. It doesn't have to be phone banking those are two very 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 important things and i would encourage you to do both of those but your candidates have so many other small jobs that you can do maybe even without even leaving your home 
But you, if you want to make a change, if you want to make a difference, if you want to try to save Texas, I hope you realize that the ones that we've had in power for the last uh, X number of years, they have not been fighting for your liberties. Governor Abbott has not been fighting for your liberties. Dan Patrick has not been fighting for your liberties. Um, most of your representatives have not been vocally fighting for your liberties. Now, they'll tell you out on the campaign trail right now how conservative they are and, and how this and how that and how upset they are. But uh, ask them where they're, uh, where is it, public record, um, that they spoke out against uh, these lockdowns. There ought to be. I mean, if they're uh, elected officials, there ought to be newspapers, television, radio interviews, um, even records on the floor of the uh, in the journals for the Texas House should be there that say where they stood up on the House floor and said, enough with these mandates. This is craziness. So if you can get them to show you where they publicly made that statement, um, that would really help. That would help them. If they're an incumbent and uh, they can't show you any of that or they give you excuses, well, I'm just another member. I, 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 you know, it's that leadership. If they blame it off on, on someone else, folks, if they didn't stand up when they could, then you need to replace them with someone who will. And you can do that by going to work for a candidate. And uh, there's all kinds of candidates. If you hadn't heard yet, you've got a great, an amazing challenger uh, to uh, the the current uh, uh, seat holder uh, that represents uh, Kirk County and counties west. There's a guy named uh, Wes Verdell who I've known for a long time. He's an experienced candidate. He he's an experienced candidate. Let's see, he ran for in 2010 ran for a an a uh, an empty uh, congress seat came in uh, third out of uh, 10 um but West Verdell has already been in Kerr County and is introducing himself we're going to get him on the air i think he would make a tremendous candidate uh, tremendous representative uh for the district uh, currently uh being held by someone else and uh who represents uh Kerr County and counties west and uh, around here in the hill country so there are candidates you can go to work for. There are lieutenant governor candidates you can go for work for. We've got candidates in Gillespie County uh, for our new district. Uh, I think it's what House District 19. I think is our new district. Uh, there's a gal named Nubia Divine who's going to be an amazing. I've known Nubia for six years. Her husband is a Supreme Court judge here in the state of Texas. John Divine, one of the most, not one of the most conservative Supreme Court judge we have in the state of Texas and a record uh, to prove that. And uh, his wife is uh, running for representative in House District 19, and she would make a tremendous, tremendous representative, and I can't wait to introduce her to you over the air. So what can you do to get engaged? Right now, forwarding emails with scary stories in it, doesn't do anybody any good forwarding memes doesn't do anybody any good um those things diddling around on facebook is not going to make a change you know what'll make a difference is if you get involved with a candidate call them up tell them i don't want to do this job but i'll do anything else if you're afraid of uh of door knock block walking uh, you shouldn't be but if you are if that's really freaky to you then call call the candidate and say, listen, I, I'll do anything but block walk. If you got a job, I guarantee you they will say yes. Okay? 
So you need to get out, help with a candidate, because your incumbents did nothing for you this last year. Your incumbents allowed the governor to shut down to tell whose businesses could be open and who couldn't. Have you forgotten that? Our governor said business these businesses can open, but these businesses can't. Have you forgotten that? Do you remember that? That's Governor Abbott. Governor Abbott decided who could open their business and who couldn't. How many of your representatives stood up against that? How many of your senators actually stood up on public record and said, this is wrong? They ought to be, if they did, then it'll be in a newspaper article somewhere. They'll be able to tell you, hey, I was on uh, KXAN and I said this in the interview. If they publicly stood up, it's a matter of publicly record, they should be able to point to that immediately. If not, they're blowing hot air up your skirt. All right? They they are. And most of the incumbents did or said nothing because they're afraid that Dade Phelan would punish them or they were afraid that Lieutenant Dan would punish them. Maybe I won't get a committee chair if I stand up against the speaker. This is what they're this is what they're playing with your liberty and your freedom. Their fear of losing the committee chairmanship. They traded that for your liberties. They traded that for your freedoms to come and go as you wish. Your freedoms to gather with other people. They shut that down. Have you forgotten that yet? They told you that you could not meet in large groups. Your city council told you that. Your county commissioners told you that. Your governor, Governor Abbott, Governor Abbott told you you could not meet in groups larger than X numbers. We're going to put them in office again? That's up to you. You need to get to work for a candidate. We've got a great meeting tonight. Uh, the Hill Country Preppers are going to be meeting at 6 o'clock at Buzzies. Um, in fact, at the uh, toward the end of the program, Steve Lehman's going to be on here, so we'll give you more details about that. Hill Country Preppers, 6 o'clock at Buzzies. Friday, you're going to have two opportunities, uh, meet and greets uh, with Tracy Bradford. Uh, the first one is going to be at Fredericksburg at 10 o'clock in the morning. And, um, oh, my goodness. All right, I'll give you the, I'll, uh, I wasn't prepared. See, this is what happens if you're gone almost two weeks. I don't have my email up that has the information for Kerrville's uh, meet and greet with Tracy Bradford, uh, but I will have that up when we come back uh, from the break here in a minute. I will have that time for you. But uh, Tracy Bradford, I have already publicly stated that uh, she has my personal endorsement for lieutenant governor. Um, and so she um, she is uh, going to be in uh, Fredericksburg tomorrow morning at 10 at St. Joseph's Hall and then in Kerrville in the afternoon. And when we get back from the break, I'll give you the times on Kerrville. Uh, Sunday, the 21st, we still need um, volunteers for the uh, uh, Veterans Thanksgiving Dinner in, in Fredericksburg. We still need volunteers for the uh, Veterans uh, Thanksgiving Dinner in, in uh, Fredericksburg. Um, check the uh, Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter for contact information. And if you're listening to this and and this is your first day to listen to this program, then you probably are not subscribed to the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. But if you've listened to this program regularly or just a little bit over the last two and a half years, I've told you over and over that your best source of information what's going on in the Hill Country will be in the Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. Um, and oh, thank you, Jacqueline. I just got a text. So here is the meet and greet with Tracy. 
Um, uh, the Kerrville location is going to be 451 Guadalupe Street. 451 Guadalupe Street uh, from 4 to 5. So you can meet Tracy Bradford, a candidate for lieutenant governor, in the morning um, at St. Joseph's uh, Hall in Fredericksburg at 10 o'clock or at 451 Guadalupe Street in uh, Kerrville at 4 in the afternoon. Folks, we're going to take a short break. And uh, when I get back, uh, we're going to be uh, have Jody Gould on the line with me. told me not to come so there you go um you know this show wouldn't be possible without uh, good folks uh, purchasing advertising on it I, I wouldn't be here if uh, there were not folks who were willing to uh, purchase advertising sponsor this show and uh, so i'm so proud that uh, in the very very early days uh, the good people uh, tejas smoke depot dave and jody gould uh, got right on board with me out of support for me and out of support for the uh, for the Hill Country Patriot. And so um, I'm welcoming onto my program the owner-operator, the chief bottle washer at Tejas Smoke Depot, Jody Gould. Good morning, Jody. Good morning, Matt. So we've got um, you guys. Um, the Tejas Smoke Depot has a does a tremendous job of supplying all your tobacco needs as well as others. Uh, tell us uh, what, uh, cover all the tobacco bases for us, will you? Well, we carry all major brand cigarettes and some not major brand cigarettes that are a little more value priced, and fine cigars, and of course low-end cigars that are more value priced, um, snuffs and chews and um, roll-your-own tobaccos, all the accessories that go along with your roll-your-own tobaccos and pipes, and um, pretty much everything that you can think of that um, is tobacco-oriented. Of course, we have beer and wine. That goes with tobacco really well, too. Absolutely. <laughs> but no ammo and, no ammo, and no uh, explosives, right? No, not, not this round. We okay. tried that once. It didn't work out very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I remember once uh, you guys uh, building a little fire out uh, beside your uh, shop there in a fire ring, and um, there were some live rounds uh, under the ground under that fire, weren't, weren't there? Uh, yeah, I think there was. I don't remember where, the, how that came about, but um, I'm rem- pretty sure there was. <laughs> I remember Dave telling me that, that he'd <laughs> put a fire ring down there and uh, had uh, started a little bit fire, and uh, next thing you know, there was a couple of shots that went off. Um, and uh, yeah. so glad nobody got hurt, but uh, I guess that's Texas, you know. I There's, guess so. yeah, There yeah. are live rounds buried in the ground all over the place. So we don't want to waste that ammo like that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't bury your ammo, folks, under a fire pit. It's just not very smart. So you guys have uh, a great uh, walk-in humidor, and uh, I am not a cigar smoker, but I love walking into that room. I love the smell of that. And I have a brother, two of my brothers, who are cigar smokers, and uh, we'll probably make sure we get some uh, 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 Christmas gifts uh, from your awesome walk-in humidor for 
my brothers when Christmas comes around. Um, but you guys also yeah. have all kinds of snacks and goodies, and you've got ice. You carry the local, uh, not so standard newspaper, and um, bumper stickers. Just whatever, whatever catches your eye. You think you might be able to sell, and uh, I want to encourage you guys to go in there. Uh, so one of the special things we do here on the on this program is that we give you a phrase that pays every Thursday and for the for from that day until the next Thursday when you walk into the Tejas Smoke Depot if you give them the secret phrase heard only on the Hill Country Patriot then you will get a discount and your name in a drawing for a monthly prize so what is the fa- phrase that pays for this week well, Matt, after having that conversation with you this morning about, you know, your travels to Hawaii, um, my husband and I sat here and thought about it, and I don't know if you remember the old radio talk show host, Terry Brownfield. Mm-hmm. He was one of our favorites, and one of his phrases was, ignorance has gone to seed and done plat." past the blooming stage (laughs) ignorance has gone to seed ignorance has gone to seed that's all you need to say there you go ignorance has gone to seed and it is now in the blooming stage boy that is that is so true so there's your phrase that pays tell them ignorance has gone to seed and um and and (laughs) oh man listen that is good um, yeah. So g- go into the Tejas Smoke Depot. You guys are open from 8 to 8 every day except Sunday. Did I get that right? We're open 8 to 8 Monday through Friday, 9 to 7 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Okay. And you're going to be closed on Thanksgiving. So and a week from today, Thanksgiving. you will be closed. But other than yeah. that, uh, Sunday is the day you're uh, that you're regularly not open. And yeah. uh, so... Folks, uh, Jody, thank you so much for your support. Oh, do you all have any specials going on this week? Uh, not this week. Probably after Thanksgiving we'll do a you know Black Friday through the weekend special. All right. And we'll probably be running specials through the end of the year just to, you know, on different things, get you know the inventory down because, you know, we've got to do inventory at the end of the year too. That's right. That's and right. don't want it in the shop if you got to pay taxes on it. That is absolutely true. So, We'll look forward to uh, getting some discounts starting next week. Jody, thank you again so much to you and Dave for supporting this program and for supporting Hill Country Patriot. Well, you're welcome, and thank you for everything you do, Matt. You're, you're doing a great job for getting people informed. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Thank so, you. Okay. All right. So I have seen the future in Hawaii. I've seen the future. This is what our country is going to look like. And... and, and I, I, I can't predict that with all certainty. I am not a fortune teller. I am not a soothsayer. I do not have the ability to um, read or look into the future. All right, I'm there, I'm not there. But I have seen what happens when uh, people just acquiesce, when people just give in, when people don't stand up. I have seen what has, what will happen, and what can happen. And first of all, I know there's probably at least a dozen of you out there looking at your uh, your spouse or the person sitting in the truck next to you and saying, yeah, that won't happen in Texas. That won't happen in Texas. I'm sorry to tell you that <laughs> I appreciate your pride for the great state of Texas, but show me the proof. Show me the proof of that. If, if, if Texas was going to stand to this, they would have stood last year. 
if the state of Texas was going to stand against all of these uh, uh, orders coming down from the federal government, they would have stood last year. Governor Abbott would have said, we're not closing any businesses in our state. We're not closing schools in our state. We're, we're not going to tell people they can't gather in our state. So if you don't think it's going to come to Texas, it already has. It's already here. So stop bragging about how great Texas is. And what you need to do is take your happy butt out and make Texas great again. Yes, I said it. And I didn't even think about that before it came out of my mouth. But it's not about keeping Texas great anymore. Your governor, Abbott, and your lieutenant governor, and Dade Phelan, and everybody who voted for Dade Phelan, and everybody who supported Dade Phelan in his behavior, not only during the regular session, but in the three special sessions that followed, Every one of them who went along, every one of them who would not stand up on the floor during those last three special sessions and and speak to Dade Phelan and say, why are we not doing these things? Call him out. You are all responsible for where we are today. Absolutely each and every one of you, every incumbent in a Republican House, with the few exceptions, needs to go and needs to be replaced with someone who will actually stand up to the speaker of the house who during session did you know that there are many people who say that the speaker of the house is the most powerful person in the state of texas when we're in legislative session they say that dade Phelan or whoever the speaker is has more power than the governor and the lieutenant governor and that is true because legislation in the texas house can disappear because of Dade feeling so we're on our way to Hawaii all right we are on our way to Hawaii where you cannot eat in a restaurant if you have not show your proof of vaccination you heard me right you cannot eat inside a restaurant in Hawaii if you have not shown proof of vaccination so what did we do for the eight days we were there we ate at food trucks we ate on uh, front porches of restaurants while we were being divided into two categories. One category of people, the special people, they got to go inside and sit under the fan and maybe some air conditioning and get really nice service. We sat on the patio. Some of those patios were nice. In fact, I would have probably, on some of those restaurants, chosen to sit on the patio. But when it's not a choice... When it's not a choice, it's, you're, it's called segregation. These special people get to go inside. You have to sit outside. You're the unclean. You don't think they're going to start making you walk around with a ring and a bell saying unclean, unclean? I don't know. I don't know why you believe that. I, it, it's very likely to start happening. Listen, what they're doing in Hawaii is completely outside of the constitution and what we've been doing in texas for the last year and a half is completely outside of the constitution your governor governor greg abbott broke your constitution in so many ways we can't even count and he's out bragging you know what he's doing he's sending out pictures of his awesome fence down on the border because he thinks that uh, whatever the latest news is you see and hear 
You're going to get all excited and go, oh, my God, Abbott's doing something. Look, he put a fence up on the border. He really does truly care about Texas. Abbott doesn't give a rat's patootie for your liberties or your freedom. And he showed that last year. Proof is in the pudding. Your lieutenant governor did nothing to protect your liberties. There's some good candidates to replace him. Your representatives did nothing to protect your liberties. They weren't, they're afraid to even stand up to Dade Phelan. They won't stand up to him. You think they're going to stand for the Constitution? They won't even stand up against a, a, a flawed human being who is the Speaker of the House. Folks, uh, I went all kinds of down rabbit holes. I want to tell you how hard it was to get into Hawaii, to actually get into the state of Hawaii. I've been to over 40 countries around the world. I started to bring in all my uh, uh, expired and current, uh, all my expired um, uh, passports, and then I was uh, reminded that, Matt, you're on the radio, and uh, bringing in your uh, passports to show all your stamps on it's not going to do any good. So, But I have been to 40 countries, over 40 countries in my lifetime. And I'm not talking about, you know, we, we changed planes at the airport in Zurich, all right? I'm not talking about that. I'm actually talking about going into the countries, spending time there. I even lived in some of them. I lived in South America for three years. Lived in Vienna, grew up in, in Vienna. What's happening in Austria? Have you been paying attention to the news there? If you're not vaccinated in Austria, you are locked into your house and can be arrested for leaving if you're doing something besides going to the grocery store. They can arrest you. They will check you on the streets. You don't think that's coming here? I've been to Hawaii. And by the way, Hawaii is still in the United States. Folks, y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. We are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. By the way, if there was any of the programming you heard while I was gone um, that you you, uh, you thought was uh, good or bad or whatever, I would really like to hear from you. Um, I put a lot of time uh, for weeks before I left putting all those programs together. I would like to know if I do that in the future. Uh, where did I mess up? Where did I lose you? Or what did you really like? I had gotten two notes already on uh, Mungo the uh, uh, Mungo the the squirrel, um, the epitaph for the squirrel. I've gotten several uh, notes on that one already. Um, and so, if there was something you thought was really bad, listen, you're not going to hurt my feelings, right? So let me know if you, there was something you liked. It was bad. Do more of this, less of that. Um, please help me out here. And uh, so I can uh, continue to provide you with entertaining and good information. And uh, in this last break, did you figure out which uh, candidate you're going to work for? Uh, that's all right. I'll give you till the end of the hour, and uh, then then you can uh, let me know which candidate you're going to work for. Um, so I've been to over 40 countries in the world. Uh, the only one... I had to apply for a visa, apply ahead of time, was in El Salvador. Now, 
as an American citizen or a resident of the United States, if you're an American citizen and residing in the United States, you do not need a, or at that point in time, you did not need a visa to go into El Salvador. But I was living in Colombia at the time and uh, wanted to go to El Salvador. Well, Colombia and El Salvador have uh, been at war is not the right word, but they have had very, very contentious relationships uh, for many years as uh, Colombia invaded and took over a small island off of the coast of El Salvador. It's closer to El Salvador than it is to uh, Colombia. And uh, Colombians went into this island, and uh, they took it over many, many years ago. So there's a lot of uh, bad blood between El Salvador and uh, Colombia. So I had to apply for a visa to uh, get into um, El Salvador, and they turned me down. And uh, that's a whole other story um, because I did get a, I did eventually lie and get a visa into El Salvador, and then I was uh, picked up and held. Uh, at gunpoint by uh, the Salvadorian rebels and questioned for a few hours. We'll save that story uh, for another day, but uh, the end of the story is I lived. They didn't shoot me, um, and so at least you know that. <laughs> and uh, I also went behind the Iron Curtain when the Iron Curtain was a thing. If you're young, you may not remember that there was uh, essentially a wall uh, between Eastern Europe and the Soviet satellites and um you could not uh, go behind. It was called the Iron Curtain for a reason. Some of the countries behind Iron Curtain were uh, fairly easy to get into. Get into Yugoslavia was one of those. And while uh, the Soviets were still the Soviet Union and Yugoslavia was still a part of the Soviet Union, I went in uh, behind behind the Iron Curtain. All right, and. Um, it was easier to get into Yugoslavia in a Soviet-held country than it was for me to get into Hawaii. I'll say that again. It was easier for me to get into a communist Soviet country in the 80s before the wall came down. It's 86, if you want to know the year. Then it was for me and my wife to go to Hawaii. Now, just to remind you, that Hawaii is actually a state of the Union, in case you forgot. All right? So what did we have to do to get into Hawaii? We had to fill out um, paperwork days in advance online. You had to have an online account. And uh, you also, by the way, you had to have a smartphone to get into Hawaii because they give you a QR code, and they don't take the printed version of it. I guess... There are other reasons besides not being able to afford a smartphone that some people don't own them. And if you cannot afford a smartphone, you're probably not going to Hawaii anyway. However, there are many reasons that people do not want a smartphone, right? There's tons of them, valid reasons. Some people, the, the tracking on them, I've, I've heard it all. And, and I'm, I am not going to speak out against you. I, no way. I'm not going to contradict you. But you should not have to be forced to own a smartphone in order to travel to another state. You should not be forced to go through a medical procedure and prove it to them to go into a, another state. And listen, here's the funny thing about it is when we got ready to leave, they didn't give a crap about what diseases were leaving 
uh, Hawaii and coming back to the United States. They didn't check us for COVID on the way out. So we could have got the Kung flu in Hawaii and landed in L.A. and uh, infected everybody in L.A. at the airport. I mean, you know how this Kung flu works. You take your mask off and everybody around you dies, right? So they didn't care. that The state of Hawaii did not care about sending back sick people into the into California or Nevada or wherever your plane was going to land, Seattle, in Washington. They didn't care. But in order to go to Hawaii, you had to jump through all kinds of hoops. Let's just check. Let's, I'll tell you what. Let's just uh, trade. Uh, let's just make it any other state. Because remember, all the states are equal, right? I mean, we're all these United States. Let's just say, what if Oklahoma... What if Oklahoma, you, um, you want to go to Oklahoma City because you got grandkids in Oklahoma City. Let's say you wanted to go to Oklahoma and you had to apply and start your paperwork a week before, all right, a week before the, uh, you went to Oklahoma and then you had to make sure it was all on your smartphone. You had to make sure you followed all the directions. And by the way, oh, I, I'd almost forgotten this. By the way, when they were, when you go onto the Hawaii's uh, state website, all the, the, the regulations for coming into Hawaii, the, the, the whole thing is about if you're vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, when you're vaccinated, vaccinated people, this, that, the other. And I had to literally dig for what if you're not vaccinated, right? I mean, they make it look like you have to be vaccinated to go to Hawaii because they bury the information for unvaccinated people. In fact, it is even unclear when you get down to that last little paragraph. It doesn't even clearly say, by the way, if you're not uh, uh, vaccinated, here are some options for you. No, it's almost sneaky language. All right? So this is what we had to go through. Let's just say it was Oklahoma. Go to Oklahoma. you got to apply three or four days ahead of time. You uh, have to fill out all this paperwork online. You have to get the QR code on your uh, on your phone before you enter Oklahoma. You need to get a wristband. Yes, you heard me. You need to get an official state of Hawaii wristband so you, that you can come into this, this state. What if that was Oklahoma? I, I don't know how to tell you how bad this is. Hawaii is no longer a state of the union. They're not. They're their own country. Um, and by the way, I've been told I've gotten several texts that uh, my phone number has been passed on to uh, the, the fine couple that just moved here from Hawaii. I, I cannot wait. Oh, I'm please hope they will come on the air with me because their, their stories of what's happening when they lived there are bad. And all of this is going to come to Texas. And the reason I can tell you that is because it's already started. And the reason I can tell you that is because your governor's not going to stop it. Your lieutenant governor's not going to stop it. Your speaker of the house is not going to stop it. Your representatives are not going to stand up and publicly fight any of these people. They want those com- they want those those committee chairs. And so they're not going to stand up. None of them are. You got to replace them all, folks. They need to be replaced. And you've got an outstanding outstanding opportunity coming up in the next um this primary and listen we're going to talk about the lies that the republican establishment is already passing on 
I'm going to tell you one right now, but I'm running out of time. The Republican establishment is passing around the following lie, that if we challenge people, if somebody upsets the incumbent in the, um, in, in the primary, then all those people who were for the incumbent and lost, they're all going to stay home and not vote, and Beto will be the next governor. Folks, that's a lie. That is an outright lie, and I'm going to tell you why. If someone upsets an incumbent in the primary, then they become, listen carefully, the Republican candidate for the seat, right? Did you hear that? They upset the incumbent. They upset the party favorite, and they beat them in the primary. Now, after March, the beginning of March, they are going to be, let me say it again, the Republican candidate. And if the Republican candidate loses to Beto, you know whose fault that is? Is that my fault? Is that your fault? No, it's the Republican Party of Texas' fault. So anybody that tells you that says, what do you mean? If the guy that you don't like wins the primary, that the Republican Party of Texas will not fight for that candidate? They will not get all those people. See, they're going to tell you all these people will stay home. They're going to tell you that all the Abbott voters they, it will stay home if, if, if somehow we upset Abbott in the primary. Really? The Republican Party, you're going to let them stay home? Folks, that is on the Republican Party. Don't, they're, they're going to try to put that off on you. They're going to try to say that if you challenge they're not even going to try to. They're already saying that. There's lots more lies that the Republican establishment is telling you right now because they're scared crapless about you challenging their nice little easy go along incumbents folks we're going to take a short break we're going to be right back with steve layman Folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Keep your duct tape handy um, because, well, maybe I should keep mine handy because I think my head's going to explode. I have on the line with me right now Mr. Stephen Lehman with the Hill Country Preppers. Welcome, Mr. Lehman. How are you, sir? I'm good, sir. Thank you. So you guys are having a meeting tonight, and uh, y'all meet the third Thursday of every month at Buzzies. This is the Hill Country Preppers, and no, I've been to their meetings. They do not wear tinfoil hats. Um, this is a good bunch of people. Uh, the meetings they've had over the years, uh, everything from home canning to training for being a, a volunteer uh, a person in your county during an emergencies. All kinds of things. How to uh, get ready for cold weather. How to get ready for really hot weather. How to prepare during a pandemic. So what are you all going to be talking about tonight, Mr. Lemon? Uh, tonight we've got uh, financial preparedness. We thought that was appropriate given uh, what might be coming down the pike next year. Right. And uh, I've got a guest speaker. He's a financial uh, advisor, and uh, he's got a lot of good material, and uh, uh, it should be a good talk. All right. 
Absolutely, and that's the thing a lot of people need to hear. Most of us think about financial preparation when it's too late. <laughs> Most of us, we get in a jam and we go, you know, I should have listened to that guy who uh, told me to be financially prepared. So this is a really good idea because I, like you, Steve, I think we're, I think we're headed into some uh, very scary financial times, especially with inflation and, and the possibility of us going to a single bank in the United States, a, a government bank and the destruction of all our local banks. Um, I, I, I think, uh, that in this, uh, financial preparation is probably more important now than it ever has been in our lives. And so you've got an expert coming in onto that tonight. Tell us when and where and, uh, all of the, all of the good details. Uh, it's tonight at 6 p.m. The meeting starts at 6. We'll get out about 7.30, uh, at Buzzy's Barbecue. Uh, we encourage people to come early and enjoy some uh, some good barbecue. Um, you can eat during the meeting if you want. The meetings are always uh, open to the public and family friendly. Absolutely, and I've been to a number of those meetings, and you do need to go early. Listen, we need to support those people who support us, and if there's a, a restaurant or an organization that is allowing you uh, to use their buildings uh, or their facilities to have uh, meetings like this, then we need to support them. And um, and so go early. Uh, order both desserts. See, order both desserts, and that way you don't have to choose which dessert you want. I'm a ribs guy. I like beef ribs. I'm all over. I take it back. Pork ribs are my favorite ribs. It, what, what's yours, Stephen, pork or beef? Uh, I like beef, but, but, uh, I think Buzzy serves the pork ribs and, uh, either one is excellent there. Without a doubt, without a doubt. So, uh, that's tonight, six o'clock at Buzzy's. Uh, Steve, thank you for uh, taking the time to come on to our program today and, uh, hope you have a good, uh, good group there tonight. Yes, sir. We're looking forward to it and, uh, and, uh, I think I think we will have have a big crowd. All right, super. Thanks again, Stephen. All right, folks, uh, that's a good organization to get involved with. If you live over in Kerrville, well, you don't even have to live in Kerrville. If you live anywhere in the hill country and you're not afraid to drive after dark, I get it. You got cataracts. You know you can't drive after dark. I know my wife has some vision issues and uh, she can drive after dark, but she sure doesn't like to. But see, here's the opportunity. If you can't drive after dark, listen carefully. Listen carefully. i got a cool trick for you. You can kill two birds with one stone. You know that young person that you've been wanting to go to a meeting? That young person that uh, maybe your son or your grandson or your granddaughter or your niece or your nephew or or that kid that uh, lives next door that's 23 and you all have a, you know, you have a good visit with him. Maybe he's been mowing your lawn for 10 years and 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 you would sure like to instill some ideas of liberty into that young person, trick them. Go over there. Play the victim card. Say, I can't drive at night, and I really want to go to this meeting. Would, would you please do me a favor and drive me over there tonight and then bring me home? You know, I, I'd, I'd sure appreciate it. I'll cover your gas. See, you can kill two birds with one stone. So if you if you can't drive at night, and you have to miss a meeting because you can't drive at night. Listen, we all understand. I get it. I'm not, I'm not going to pass judgment on you. But it's an opportunity for you to say to a young person, to someone in your life who you know can drive at night, 
to someone who you would really like for them to get just some of the basic ideas of liberty. All right? Tell them. Say, hey, oh, I can't drive. Would you please take me to that meeting? Listen, folks, use that. Those of you, you know, we've got a lot of folks that listen to this, and I've got a lot of folks in the, the uh, uh, that come to our Tea Party meetings uh, think we're past the greatest generation. Some of those guys are kind of uh, getting on up there. But my parents' generation, all right? My mom is uh, 83. Um, maybe she's 82. I'm sure I'll get a text very quickly. Um and uh and and her generation she wasn't around for uh, world war ii all right so she wasn't part of the great the greatest generation i think she was the greatest mom right but um we're, we're kind of past that now so it's this next group you guys in uh, th- this next bunch that um korean war vets maybe that age bunch all right don't feel like driving at night don't want to drive at night? Find someone young to take you. Trick them into going. You never know. You know, I think there's a scripture somewhere about planting seeds. And uh, you can plant a seed just by making them, making them. By asking them to drive you to a meeting. So you can plant those seeds. Get them to take you to a meeting. Um, I was uh, looking at scriptures uh, yesterday afternoon, and uh, I tried to uh, come up with, uh, I try, I I talk myself into a corner sometimes, and I'll get home, and uh, my wife will say, you didn't have a scripture today, Uh, you need to do better time management, and I'll say, yes, ma'am, and uh, so I did uh, leave myself a little time today, and I opened up my Bible last night, and I ran across two things right away, one of them I decided to save for tomorrow, but uh, this one is for today. It's Ephesians 4. Um, and I don't even know where to start. I'm going to start in 24. Um, but you really, all of this uh, section uh, in Ephesians uh, 4 really starts at about verse 17 and goes through uh, verse 32. Um, but uh, I'm going to start somewhere in 24. But I encourage you to uh, read Ephesians 4 today um, and uh, take a look at that. Maybe that be your scripture for today. Uh, 24, and put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, the mask is a falsehood. The mask is a lie. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry, and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Do not give the devil an opportunity. He who steals must steal no longer. Rather, he must labor, performing with his own hands what is good, so that he will have something to share with one who has need. Folks, stop lying. The mask is a lie friend of mine who recently had to leave her job over mask and vaccination wrote an amazing letter to her co-workers to let them know why she was doing what she did. I do not have permission to read that letter yet, but I'm going to get it 
Uh, hopefully, she listens to this program a lot. Hopefully, she's listening today. Maybe I'll get a text saying, Matt, you can read my letter. But, um, folks, we've got to stop perpetuating the lie. Every time you put your mask on, you're perpetuating a lie. Folks, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, bring duct tape.